often hear that words have power or words count. What does that actually mean? And what on earth does that have to do with intuition? It has a lot to do with intuition. It has a lot to do with how we follow that hunch, follow those moments of when to take action and how we can decipher the difference between intuition, fear, or overthinking, trying to create versus allow things to be created for us to follow that hunch and move ourselves forward. So let's talk about how words count. Hi and welcome to episode 144. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Mahoney, the business intuitive strategist, fifth generation entrepreneur, and your personal chief intuitive officer. Truth is, intuition has been a hidden asset for centuries. Leaders throughout our history have used intuition as their guide to success, and they know of the power of it and that it's the greatest asset all of us, any of us can have. So join me as we leave traditional behind and we leap into the future where every business relies on their intuition. So you hear this, words have power. It sounds kind of airy-fairy, doesn't it? It sounds like, watch what you say. If you say anything negative, it's going to lash back right at you. What we say is what we stand behind. What we say is what we believe. And if we say something that we don't really believe or don't really mean, what kind of energy goes with it? What does it do? What, how does it stand? And where does it direct us? The most important thing when we're talking about intuition in our business, how do words clog the way for us to get what we need to follow that hunch, to move forward with that action that takes us to the next level? See, when we get focused on our words and we become intentional with our words, we can recognize when what we have said, what we're about to say, we're too logical, we're too strategic, we're too demanding of something to happen in a very specific way, or we have some sort of fear or overwhelm or too much attachment to something. You can hear it by the words that you choose to use. I worked with a client and they kept saying, we keep going through our numbers. We look at the statistics. We're going through everything that's happened. And we lay forward from what happened in the past, what we know is going to happen in the future. And we keep working towards it. And it isn't improving. We end up being stagnant. Well, if you're saying you're working towards the future from a path in the past, you can't move forward in the future. There's a lot of fear and you're way too stuck in logic. All of that is going wrong. And they said, what do you mean by that? I said, you're setting a specific goal of the past for the future. You're not giving any room for possibility. You're not giving any room for things to unfold. You are so attached to the past that you've limited where you can go in the future. 
So we sat and we talked about it and we looked at what they were doing and how they were going about things and where they were focusing their their plans, their energy, their direction, their words. We talked about what words can they use? What are the possibilities that could open up by changing how they approached their future? Is your future to be the same as you were in the past? Is that your desire? Is your desire to see what possibilities can take you beyond the past into new innovations to be shown what amazing innovations can be created to move you to the next level of your future? Are you watching for the hunches, the intuitive hits, the push-pull, the nudges, as I sometimes say, that give you the inspiration to then act upon? Are you so focused on things being one specific way that you you don't hear, that's so muddy you can't see or feel the hunches or the nudges that come through and you're ignoring them because of fear? So, so much of the words that we use are important. Now, I also say, you know, what words you use to describe intuition, don't worry about it. And that is because you've attached a specific word to a feeling that you can recognize the hunch. You can recognize the nudge, the push, the pull, the intuitive moment to act. And that's okay because you want to be able to recognize it as soon as possible. If you're worried about what word to use to describe that in your own mind, I wouldn't worry about it. But what is important to think about is what words are you using that could be blocking your innovation, your productivity, your growth, your ability to make decisions from intuition. We've gotten away from being clear and careful of our words. We're in a world now where we're in social media. We're texting one another. You know, tone is lost because we are not speaking our words as much. This is why I love podcasting. I can speak my words to you and you can hear my tone and you can hear my energy. Understanding the words that you use, especially for yourself of where you want to go, what you want to do, where you want to take your business, where you want to take your team, what are the next steps? Where are you leaning? Are you leaning too much into the emotion? Is that giving too much direction to where you're going? Are you leaning too much into past facts, too many algorithms, too much statistics? You know, I think about Christopher Columbus. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of issue, but let's just go with just the journey itself. He believed, he had a hunch within him that he would find land, undiscovered land. This was a hunch. He had zero proof. But within him, he just knew to go forward. He just knew to go forward. It was possible. We have so many stories in history of this, of a hunch that drove them forward. And the internal conversation cannot have doubt, cannot question must have faith in where things are going and the possibilities ahead without limiting them. I talk a lot about how when you set a limit, whether it be I want to make a billion dollars or I want to make a thousand dollars, you've set a limit of not making more than a billion dollars and you've set a limit of not making more than a thousand dollars. 
When we set these limits on ourselves, we are now boxing ourselves in. I often say, don't just step out of the box, but destroy the box. That limitless possibility. I imagine Maria from The Sound of Music on top of the hill singing, the hills are alive. It's spinning in a circle. There's no trees and she's spinning. She can see forever. The bright sky and there's no box. There's nothing. She can close her eyes and spin around and be in that space of open possibility. Your words have power and your words have meaning. I recently spoke to someone and they wanted to make all of these rules about how others had to behave. We become rigid when we want to create these rules because we're so focused on how we want things to be a certain way. That is boxing not only the people around us, but us, yourself, in. You're boxing yourself in with these rules as well because you're not focused on the possibilities. You're not focused on hearing from intuition that gives you that message, that nudge, that hunch to act upon because you're so busy structuring everything in a certain way that you've boxed it. When you complain too much about something, you are pinching off that feed of information. Your intuition flows to you when you can be in that Goldilocks zone. That Goldilocks zone is true, open gratitude. Gratitude that everything you need is within you. Everything you need is available to you. You are the only one that limits yourself. And in our business, this is extremely, extremely important. Because we have so many decisions to make. The information you need to make those decisions is constantly available to you. When you panic, that's fear that you don't know the right decision. You don't have the information you need. But it's there. And so you start to use the words that belong to panic. What if I don't do this right? What if I don't do that right? The world could come down. You become chicken little. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. And what generally happens somewhere along the way, the sky falls. See, when you're looking for trouble, trouble will find you. But when you're looking for possibilities, when you're looking for the next thing for you on your path, your unique path, you will find it. It will find you. It will show you the way. And in business, this is so important, especially on getting the edge and outpacing your competition. If your competition is worried about what's happening in the world or worrying about how to get the products in or worried about something and you know that what you're doing is working and you know down to your core, your soul, that you know your path and you are gratitude driven, then only good will come. Now I know this is starting to sound a little airy-fairy and I know this is getting to the woo-woo and law of attraction, things like that. This is knowledge. People have been writing books about this for business since, I don't know, early 1900s, 1800s even. This isn't crazy. This is the truth of the matter. If you focus on 
everything falling apart or that you don't know where to go or that you're not getting enough information or on these specific fantasy dream goals, which maybe aren't your path, you're going to get to the wrong place fast. Now, fortunately, your unique path of intuition and divine intervention will always be there. You will eventually end up where you're supposed to be. But wouldn't you rather be more consistently on that path instead of fighting your way through, struggling and beating your head against a wall? I don't know about you, but I sure would rather have that. And I have struggled and beat my head against the wall. I got way off my path. I ignored my path. I don't want you to do that. Get on the path. That means be in gratitude. Watch the words you say to yourself. Watch the words you say out loud. Watch the words that you are thinking. I don't mean be afraid that bad things are going to happen. What I mean is when you say something to yourself, what if this will happen? That's fear-driven, and you know that, hmm, that's causing a problem for intuition. I have no proof that that is going to happen, so I need to just let it go. And every time it comes back up, just say, let it go. I have no proof. How much does it matter to worry about that? Nothing, because there's nothing I can do about it until it happens. Now, I can obviously try not to run into that, but I also don't want to focus too much and make too many extra plans, like plan B, C, and D, Because then I'm planning for things to fail. And I don't want to plan for things to fail either. So when you start thinking of all these back doors, I'm hoping this gives you a way to easily identify when you are thinking too much, when you're using logical systems too much, and when you're using your emotions too much. This will help you identify the difference because words have power. And words count. Words can easily help you identify when you are not in flow, when you are not in alignment, when you are not listening your hunch, your instinct, your intuition, whatever you want to call it. But you know that nudge. You know that internal feeling, that gut feeling. You know what that is. When you can recognize when you're off-roading and being misdirected by your emotions or fear or worry, or when you are over-strategizing being too specific, you can begin to lessen and lessen and lessen those till they diminish and you can be in that gratitude center. Now, it's important to know these things, obviously, but don't let them drive you. You know about it, great, let it go because it's not going to help you see when those hunches come because that is when the moment happens. Intuition, the moment that you need to do something, intuition will tell you and act upon it, the act upon that hunch. And if you can't do anything about it, you need to raise funds, know that it will happen and will come together and be confident Stand strong in that hunch. Stand strong in that intuition. It will bring you to where you need to be. Don't worry about saying words that take you off track. Recognize them. Correct them. It's not about worrying more. It's about worrying less. It's about getting into the flow. 
I talk about the river and you flow down the river and you're relaxed, but you're also aware of the sound of the river when you can hear rapids coming, the sound of a waterfall. You hear rapids and you open your eyes to see if there's boulder, how the water's changing. You're aware and alert and you're looking for the signs of when you need to sit up and take action. You're not on alert of fear that you're going to have to. And you're not constantly saying, well, I read the map and it says the overly thinking your action. You're aware of what you need to do and how to do it so that you can take action. Allow your words to be your guide in knowing when you are not on your path. And when you are going astray, ask yourself, is this emotion driven? This is kind of feeling like a fear, worry thing going here that I'm, I'm driving towards. Or am I over strategizing? This is becoming too strategic. And find your Goldilocks zone. You've got what you need. You know what to do. Everything you have is within you. You got this. And this is how businesses launch themselves. Six figures to seven figures and beyond. All right, let's do some actions. So action one, write down what words you're using. What are the sentences that keep coming up of the worries, the overthinking? Write down what is constantly replaying. Now, they might come up in different words, but the main ones will be a good start on this. Action two, identify which of these words are in the feeling column and which of these words are in the thinking column. The feeling being fear, worry, over positive can be a section too. I wouldn't miss that one either. And put them into these columns because what we're doing is we're clearly identifying those are not intuition actions. And then action step three, become general. Get as general as you can about where you want to go and what you need to get done. Ask for the solution to show you the way, to show up. Ask for what you need or who needs to help you to be shown to you. I know, again, it sounds a little airy-fairy, but the truth of the matter is when you free your mind from trying to come up with the solution on its own, you will get the solution that you need. You'll be told to call someone or get an idea. Something will be brought to you. So allow yourself to free your mind. And that will bring you into the Goldilocks zone. I'd love to hear how these podcasts are helping with your intuition in your business and how you use intuition in your business. I love having those conversations and learning about what actions you're taking and what successes you're having. You can connect with me on my Clearly Catherine Telegram channel or LinkedIn. It's a great place to connect with me. I'm on there all the time. And you can private message me. Let me know that you heard from this podcast. Until next time, keep it simple. Be at ease with yourself and allow intuition to light the path.